Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez the Best. Today is Friday, April 30, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around! You might learn something new. Happy last day of April. Whoa, man. This weekend begins May. So happy May to everyone out there. It's gonna be May, as Justin Timberlake would say. Okay. Anyhow, I got a cough. <coughs> What's up? How's your day going? Uh, what did you do today or this week, JC? Uh, why are you recording on a Friday? You haven't done that in a while. Well, I have something to talk about. So yesterday... I hosted, and actually later on today, I'm going to do the same thing. It's six in the 6.15 in the morning, so I have about an hour to record this podcast because at 7.30 is my call time to host day two of the PANAF Youth Creativity Festival. So yesterday, I hosted day one, and uh, PANA, actually it's PANA, and then the F stands for festival. PANA stands for Philippine Association of National Advertisers, and then the F, so PANAF. It's a youth festival youth creativity festival and uh, basically they had a lot of speakers who talked about creativity whether it comes to marketing uh, like the guys who did the rc cola ad the giggle that they're called the giggle boys that's a cool name like that's the name of the agency that that came up with the idea behind the rc cola ad they also came up with the idea behind the levi's uh if you ever saw that levi's philip that filipino levi's ad where the dad buys a jacket but adds braille to the sides of the arms, and then he gives it to his blind son. Is a good ad. It's actually kind of a, it's like a tearjerker ad. So uh, they they were there, a, a lot of people. But I really want to talk about something here on the podcast that I, I found so interesting. I never heard the term before until uh, he mentioned it. I, I'm just trying to find the man's name because uh, he was really, really well-spoken about it. I'd never heard about it ever so I think it, it's it's such a cool and it's such a cool topic to talk about. It's his name is hell. I have it right here. Mike something it starts with an M. Mike Constantino. He's the founder and CEO of a company called Homonym. Homonym. H O M Y N M P H. Homonym P H. And it's about he talked about sonic branding and. Maybe the concept might not be uh, new to to people, but the word the wording was new to me. So sonic branding is is the branding of a you know like branding of a company, but through audio. So and it was so it was so well done the way he presented it. So for example, dun 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 dun. What is that? It's McDonald's, right? McDonald's. I'm a, <laughs> I'm loving it. So I uh, he said that. Sometimes when people, especially in, in, in school, when you think about creating a brand, the first thing they teach you is to make a logo, maybe the designs. But he said that really you should go about it by beginning with the uh, the more auditory aspects of it and how important it is to have an audio 
associated uh, or well isonic branding associated with your brand and it really struck me as like that's really that's really so true i mean what is i can't do the sound but that's netflix right when netflix whenever you start up netflix you when you hear that sound you know it's netflix or that's the ice cream right selecta or i don't know if it's selecta is more just the ice cream truck right <laughs> or the ice cream cart um so i i wanted to talk about sonic branding because i i i really wanted to kind of just learn more about it on the podcast while while le- uh, helping you guys learn more about it too so what is sonic branding this is from google naman i'm i'm not taking this from uh from mike's um presentation see mike constantino of homonym uh sonic branding refers to the sounds or songs associated with a brand product or service this, the association isn't created or organically by fans, followers, or consumers. Instead, it's developed or adopted by the brand as part of an intentional strategy that helps its audience associate those sounds with the brand. So the I'm loving it, the uh, um, what's that? There, there's so many, and you kind of have to think about the the way that you present your your brand because if you present it. With if you associate it with one sound, if you if you bring in another sound into the mix, it's it's not gonna be uh, I guess quote unquote on brand. And the thing about Homonym, his company, which was so cool, was that they have analytics. Uh, they were able to kind of gauge like the audience, like you're selling to an audience. So let's say your your target market is like the BTS army, right? They they were able to uh, kind of f- figure out based on the brands that they worked with what audio or what kind of sound that they could use to draw in their the the target market. So even if they don't let's say if they don't use a uh, let's say I'm trying to think uh, what what's a good example? This is just hypothetical, of course. So be not in Samsung, right? Samsung is Korean brand, uh, so. You want to appeal to the the K drama, uh, the K drama market. So you find song. Uh, I guess I, I'm not saying Hominem does this, but I'm I'm sure it's a similar kind of strategy. Is Hominem probably has studied yung mga music ng K pop, ng K drama or something like that, uh, ng K drama, and has analyzed who listens to that, who likes it, the demographic of K-drama and the music that is in K-drama. And then they'll incorporate it. They'll create a song, for example, or help them create a song, the brand create a song that kind of will stick to the K-drama audience. It's so cool, the way that he talked about it. And the way he showed statistics, yung mga, mga demographics, the age. the Like, for example, here, uh, we the Filipinos, they really love rock music. So I guess that's why sometimes there's a lot of rock music. Uh, maybe especially these, you uh, know, Cobra Energy, or my Red Horse. you hear the rock. So it's really it's it's really cool. Like just sonic branding in general. I mean, the concept is not something that's new. Uh, it's been done for you know I'm guessing decades now. But just the term to me was so cool, and just the concept that it's an actual study and uh, an actual maybe um a sector in in a marketing department i never ever thought of because when you think of the the marketing dude right the marketing intern the marketing girl the marketing guy the team that creates the ads 
you usually think of the, the them talking about a storyboard uh and maybe in the bottom it'll say like music sad but they'll they, it's not really very in depth right and uh mike was also saying that when you come up with an ad it's it's a lot more difficult to find the music after you've created it it's it's better if you if you already know the music in mind so that you already know what what kind of shots you need and like what color because if it's like a super upbeat track and then you have a super dark i mean sometimes it could work right but if it's let's say it's a super upbeat song and then your your color palette is is super sad looking it, it might not have the same kind of connection right so by having the the audio there it, i think it's it would be much better and that's what sonic branding is i mean you could probably go on youtube and uh look it up like maybe famous sonic branding things i mean i could give you a few i'll i'll give you my best uh i'm trying to think of what are the uh i know i can't think off the top of my head but if i said something if i made a sound in here and you already know what it is then sonic branding has worked for you in some sort of way right what example did he use yesterday um it's bad trip I was trying to think of something super let me let me look on the let me look on Google if there's any uh ah okay I'll I'll think of one dun 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 it's it's one of those movie ones I forgot or oh here here's one here's one that we use Dun 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 dun. Ang susunod na programa. Okay. Should, okay, so uh, here on this website that I'm looking at, the elegantthetimes.com. Or, yeah, elegant the themes. Elegantthemes.com, sorry. This is a blog about marketing, I'm guessing. Uh, should, your, should your business incorporate sonic branding? So this also was something that was, I think, very close to me now because uh, it says, if you host a podcast or a vlog, you should incorporate sonic branding, and that's so true. I mean, think about this. When you hear this, what do you what do you hear? I mean, for all the Halala Show listeners, you know that's Halala Show, man. That's the OG, man. But even though Rika and I don't use sound effects, nah, uh, edited into our podcast, a lot of po- most podcasters have a theme song. They have uh, maybe like sound effects that they use. When they when they talk or when they transition or when they when when something happens on their podcast, they have a you know an effect that will really ring into listeners' ears. But here are other uh, in case you're a business person, here are some other people or, or businesses or or teams that need uh, sonic branding that could use sonic branding. Uh, if your brand uses or appears in audio or vid- video media, that's obvious. Uh, you use recorded audio or video media to advertise your brand. Your company makes a device that would be complemented or enhanced by incorporating original sounds into its functionality. So in this case, uh, you know the sound of the MacBook Air, or sorry, the MacBook when you turn it on. If you have a MacBook, uh, it goes. I, I can't do the sounds, man. But you know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you're an author producing audiobooks. A uh, signature page transition or audiobook intro could be right for you. And the last thing is your customer service team relies on hold music when customers contact the call center. Oh, I never even thought about that. Sir, 
uh, uh, pwede po kayo i- ano, i-put on hold mga 5 minutes po uh, while I check in with my supervisor. Di ba ganun sila? And then after that, they have a video. <laughs> si Boy Boys, that's the last one I remember. Di ba? Si, 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 si Ann Lim. See, that's what, that's Sonic branding. I know, I remember now that Cian Lim is the BDO guy because he's the one talking to me in my ear when the BDO representative tells me to fuck off, right? Because they have to fix the problems that they, 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 they did for me. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I just, I just thought it was such a cool thing and it was, uh, I think it was great, uh, podcast content for the Sonic branding. Such a, such an undervalued thing, I think. And, when I was, uh, you know, the other people that were there who were who joined the the panel, at least behind the scenes in the Zoom call, they were really praising his presentation, uh, including Jaco de Leon, who was there also. Jaco de Leon, uh, you might know him. He's the he's the he's the vlog guy, man. He's the one who who helped create vlog, help vlogs. He's like the, I think Will Dasovich's manager. He's behind. He's also the guy behind. I think. Well, he's not the main guy, but he's he's the he's also responsible for the success. Of Bogart the Explorer, Paperbug TV, and even he was uh, really impressed by that. So I mean, to impress someone of that caliber, you got to be saying something right. So anyway, today's day two. Uh, I'm looking at the speakers for day two. Medyo halo halo dito sa poster nila. Jamie Lim, who's a gold medalist, who's the gold medalist at the 30th Sea Games. Uh, I look. I don't know who she is actually. To be honest, uh, I'm gonna look her up. Jamie Lim. She is. What is her sport? Karate. Wow. She won gold at karate at the SEA Games in 2019. Oh, she's a UP graduate. I see. I just did a Google search and she's wearing that uh, that sash. That's nice. Uh, who else are you going to have speaking? This guy named James Michael Lafferty, who's the CEO of Fine Hygienic Holding. You know, it's a lot of people who are like very technical, like technical peeps. Uh... Who I probably I'm sure if you're an industry leader or, or if you've been in the marketing or well I guess advertising world you probably know these people, but me I'm I'm really unfamiliar. I only know I only knew Jaco de Leon TBH. But now that I've uh, you know talked to all these people, I really learned so much from the ones that went on day one. So day two, if you happen to listen to this, I mean it's unlikely, but if you happen to listen to this before the uh, before three p.m. They are live on Facebook. Uh, yesterday we had, I think, at, at a peak around 700 viewers. Uh, a lot of them, most of them are probably students. And I'll be honest with you, probably these students were forced to watch it by their teachers for, for class credit or something. But I, I mean, in, in a way, I, I think it, it was, it, this is like the least stressful class project to do. <laughs> Like you can see, people were were commenting their school feel ko ganun lang talaga. Like they were asked to t- comment their name and shout out. But I, I saw also a lot of really comments being very sincere, saying, "Wow, I never knew about this." Of course, they were also trying to win prizes and raffle prizes. But if you look at the, some of the comments, really felt like they really put thought into it. It wasn't just a simple "Oh, great talk" hashtag blah blah blah. It was like, "Oh wow, I never thought about it this way." Oh, I, I can't believe I didn't think about it like that. Or I, now I see this project in a whole different light. So it, it's on uh, Facebook, PANAF Youth Creativity Festival. I don't know if they um have a replay of it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on their Facebook page right now. I'm, I'm, g- I'm trying to check if my, you know, center. I can't, I can't find it right now. It, it doesn't seem to be here. I wonder if they took it down. Maybe because it was an ex- exclusive thing. 
Strange. Bakit wala na? Like, oh, it is here. What am I talking about, man? It's a seven-hour stream from yesterday. Uh, so I guess if you're listening to this in the future, April 29, you can go look for it. It's a seven-hour stream. And you can actually take a look at uh, all the talks. And you can see me there. You can see my hosting. I was, oh, speaking of my hosting, you know, the, the client, I think they were happy and whatever. I was not happy with my hosting yesterday. It just, it's been a it's been a while, I'll be honest with you. It's been a while, man. It's been a while since I hosted uh, something kind of, you know, with a script and everything. And I, I felt so rusty, dude. And also, uh, my hosting style uh, this is for anyone that wants to hire me in the future. I really thrive off the energy of of the crowd. And when I'm talking to a screen by myself with with Snoopy and Margo here trying to hype me up, it's kind of hard, man. <laughs> really, it really is. Like I was fumbling words uh, when I was doing my ad libs because I don't like to read off the script straight. I like to ad lib in between, especially when uh, coming from a let's say a speaker. And my, my next line on my script is, thank you, speaker. Here's our next speaker. I don't want to go from, you know, them giving a 50-minute talk and whatever and not even acknowledging anything that they said. So I like to ad-lib, uh, you know, I like to ad-lib uh, a little bit, maybe like a short summary of their, their topic or something that I personally learned about from their from their talk. Uh, but I was like fumbling words all over the place. I think I was able to cover it up because I, I feel like I have the I have the skills to to make it sound like a you know I know what the hell I'm talking about even though I don't. But I felt like my mind was all over the place. So I'm hoping to do better in day two. I mean it it started at seven thirty. My call time was seven thirty. I haven't woken up that early in a while. I did get enough sleep though. Uh, I mean it's not like I I at all or something. But it was and oh man and there was one part okay so. There's this one's on me. So when I when I do the script, right? When I when I do a hosting rather, I always go through the whole script, like I always. And I'll usually go over it with the 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 the, the staff or the, the 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 production team, the director or the the stage manager will go through it together. Like it's called a run through, like magran through tayo. But in this case, our run through was a, a few days prior, I guess cuz they, you know, it's a, it's on Zoom and whatever. So you can run through them and it was just the first uh, three pages or like the first few sequences, thousands of sequences, sequences of the program. And, you know, I kind of skimmed through it, but I didn't go to the last two or three pages because I was like, oh, this seems straightforward. This is a, my mistake because <laughs> there was one segment there. It was a game, a quiz game where we asked the audience questions. And yung pala, puta ina, yung questions, puro Tagalog, straight up. It was it was a uh, courtesy of Rabisco. What happened to script? Nin? Like my you know my my Tagalog is okay if I'm not reading it off a script. I can taglish it enough to ano eh, to to make it to make it work. But when I was reading the questions on the script, oh my god, dude! I I I, I was like, holy shit! So I had to kind of incorporate you know some some freestyle in there. But it's Rabisco. Nihirap ng mga words na binigay sa akin. Let me just read you the, the questions. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, "Holy shit, JC, you're gonna." Because hey, as soon as the the quiz be started, when I read it, dun ko lang nakita na. Oh my god, there's so many long words here. Okay, question number one. Okay, I'm just gonna pretend I'm hosting. All right, all right. Uh, Pan of youth. Uh, here we go. The first uh, two answers will win a gift or a gift pack from Rubisco. Question number one. So, <laughs> and I said, "Oh shit." So, pagdaan ng panahon. 
parami ng parami sa atin ay nagiging paboritong merienda ang Revisco Sandwich. And it's like, oh my God, I need to get these words right. Uh, maging ang flavors nito, parami ng par- ano, parami rin ng parami. Ang question is, ilang flavors meron ang Revisco Sandwich? Oh my God, like, oh my God, bro. <laughs> so, voila, and then I had to do a countdown, but then I had to skim through the, the next few questions na. I was like, oh shit, I hope I can say this. Ang tagline ng Rebisco Sandwich ay maituturing na isa sa mga pinaka-iconic taglines in Philippine history. <laughs> Ang question is, anong, and it's so hard for me to to read. Okay, so, di ba when I speak Taglish, okay naman eh, kasi I can kind of gauge where I'm gonna go from one word or kailan ako mag, maglilipat ng ano, ng ng uh, lingwahe, o oh, di ba? Uh, but when I'm reading, my my mind has to translate, and then I have to figure out what accent to say it in. Does that make sense? So, for example, ang tagline ng Rebisco Sandwich. I can't say ang tagline ng Rebisco Sandwich. Diba? I have to say sandwich. Because it's it's the way that Pinoy say it. So, ang tagline. Also, tagline. Ang tagline. So, if I was going to say it in my English accent for every English word, it was Filipino for every Filipino word, this is what it would sound like. Ang tagline ng Rebisco Sandwich ay may ituturin na isa sa mga pinaka-iconic taglines in Philippine history. It might sound so bullshit. So, in my mind, I have to always kind of figure it out. And that's what makes it reading uh, Filipino or even Taglish is so difficult for me as someone who didn't grow up here. That's always my struggle. I actually got an inquiry from um, the same people that that got me the smart VO and said, JC, do you feel comfortable doing a fully Tagalog hosting? And I always, 100%, without fail, I don't care if they offer me 100000 or you know, for a one-hour program. I'll always tell them, at least I'll tell them at first, I don't think that's right for me. I can try, but I don't think that's right for me. For real. I don't know if you guys can hear Snoopy crying in the background. Snoopy, why are you crying, Snoopy? Huh? You miss me, KSP? Huh? KSP ka ba? Huh? Anong maituturi ko sa iyo? I don't know what that means. TBH. Um, so yeah. I guess that's a little bit of a history of my hosting, my hosting skills. So if ever you get me for hosting, please, uh, don't add too much long Tagalog words. Like, I can add, I mean, I always host in Taglish though. I mean, that, that's, even if my script is fully in English, if if I know there's a pin, if it's a mostly Pinoy audience, I'll always host in Taglish. I'll never host straight up in English. Uh, I think that's unless the client specifically says, "Please no Filipino." Like this is maybe there's international audience or something. I'll always host in Taglish. Like it's without fail because I feel like it's really the best way to connect with the people here because you're you're in the Philippines, so the main language is Filipino. So by 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 speaking in a I guess in everyone's second language, quote unquote second language, it's it's not doing you any favors, I think. You really have to connect with the audience. That's why I also find it kind of difficult or uh, I don't know. I I don't want to shit on people who do this, okay? But for me, I find it strange when uh people I've hosted, for example, oh, here's here's a great example. I've hosted a lot of events where the company wants uh, I, uh, an employee to be my co-host. So usually these people, maybe they've hosted small events, but they're not really professional hosts. They, they don't do it for a living or they don't do it often enough to, to kind of get the work in, to get the practice in. And when they read the script, 
usually the script is always given in English, at least for me, the ones I have hosted. Uh, I guess that's why they get me because my English is, you know, solid. So my script's usually in English. But when my co-host hosts and they read in straight English and let's say they're not as comfortable as me in English, it sounds very robotic. It sounds very forced. So what I always tell them, I always tell my co-host, magtagalog ka na lang. Just add English words. And for me, I'm the opposite. Nag-English ako, but I add Tagalog words. Uh, it just feels more natural that way as a host. Um, when you go onto the screen, uh, onto the stage, hello everyone, welcome. My name is Jay Z Davis. What's up? Musta? Nangganan lang. Musta? How you guys doing? Nangganan lang. Just throwing a a Pinoy word here and there, diba? Oh, diba? Or or say, diba? Like, uh, wasn't 2020 was such a bad year, diba? Or something like that. Just throw in a Pinoy word here and there. And then when I bring people on stage, for example, always, my, I'm always in, in Taglish. Because if you speak to someone whose first language is not English, baka, ano, baka mataranta sila and they won't know how to answer. So you have to make them feel more comfortable with, with Filipino. That's just how I feel as a, as a host. Um, yeah, yun lang. So, and, and I, and I guess one more final thought on hosting for me, at least from doing this online hosting. I really missed hosting, man. Even though this is a very long, this is a, such a long program. Like I told you, the live stream was seven hours, including the hour lunch break, right? Uh, but just, just getting the work in was reminded me of how much fun it is to host it. I, I, I mean, this would have been such a cool thing if it was done live. Right, you. I could interact with the crowd. Maybe sit. I mean, this was pre-COVID. What I would do, I love to go into the crowd and like sit next to somebody, unassuming, like someone who's like, "What the fuck is this host doing?" I'll sit next to them and I'll say, "Hey, man, what's up?" And, and the crowd really, really like it, man. It's really you really have to play with the crowd when it comes to this. So I, I, I guess a, a thing that made me happy, but also kind of sad at the moment because we can't really do it. Is I miss doing this shit. Like, I love doing it. I love hosting. Like, it's my shit, bro. You know, of course, the money is fantastic for the most part. But I just love doing it, dude. It was so great. It it reminded me of, I I think, the skill set that I have. You know, I, I always say I'm not, I don't have any talents or whatever. I always make that joke. You know, I'm not a singer. I can't fucking dance. I can't act. But when it comes to hosting, I feel like I'm good at that shit. And it felt good to do something that I, I was good at. And I think that's what most people feel, right? Most people maybe, let's say you're a good, uh, you're a good golfer and you haven't hit the greens in a while. And then you go back on there and you swing your, your club, your, your, your nine iron. I don't know what, what I'm talking about. But you, that kind of feeling of, damn, feels good to be back. And I had that. So if any of you know anyone that needs a host, uh, well, I mean, for even for online, like I'll deal with it. It's online, but I am um, I'm really just I'm all about that life, man. That's really I think you know when when COVID ends, I, I feel like uh, it's gonna come back in full force. Live events are gonna be a big thing, hopefully once again because people miss that shit. I hope that they get me because I I am ready. I'm here. I'm waiting. Okay. So yeah, that that's my podcast for today. I, I think that was that was that was a great job. Great job, JC. You made a podcast content of one topic for about thirty minutes. Uh, let me just do some quick. Um, 
I guess some quick uh, things. Uh, so I remember I've been discussing the the TV show Invincible. Well, some good news is that it was actually renewed for season two and three. I, I didn't know that it was going to be renewed. I, I went into it hoping that it was because it was run by Amazon. It had an all-star cast. So I was not thinking it was going to do well. Well, it's been renewed for season two and season three. And uh, they posted, Robert Kirkman posted a video with Steven Yeun on it. So I'm happy. And if you haven't started watching it, I highly suggest it. It is very violent, by the way. At first, you'll watch it like, this is like a kid's show. And then who was it that was watching? I think it was AJ was telling me about it on my Instagram. He also listens to this podcast. He said, holy fuck, episode, I mean, we're not word for it, but he's like, holy fuck, episode one was crazy at the end. So go watch it. Go Watch it. Anything else I want to share? No, I think I'm going to end it at that. I think this is a very well done podcast episode for something that is really only two topics deep. You know, sonic branding and hosting. All right. Uh, I'm glad I was able to record on a Friday. I'm sorry that I'm not as consistent as I should be. And it's something that I learned yesterday. Jaco de Leon, he said consistency. So I got to I got to get my shit together. And yeah, uh, follow me on um, Instagram. It's Tevez of the Best. If you want to message me, if you want to follow my personal Instagram, it's it's me JC. But don't message me there. I keep saying it, and I really appreciate your messages. The people who listen to the podcast, the people who listen to Hala Hala Show. By the way, we have uh, our Lechica live recording out. It's, uh, it's it was out on Wednesday. We'll have a new mix out on Monday. Go buy our Hala Hala Show merch. Hire me for a hosting gig. And that's it. All right. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you all. Say it with me. Later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.